I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Is playing less snaps in a game actually better? Rivals has arrived. All right. Welcome to Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. Uh, Utah, uh, the University of Utah, it had, this year in 2019, they are averaging just 60 snaps a game, which is 119th in the country, and it's the least amount of plays among Pac-12 schools. So I'm going to ask you this question. Is this a helpful thing or is this something to be concerned about? No, I wouldn't be concerned about it. I know on the defensive side I, you love it. The offense is controlling the ball, controlling the clock and keeping you off the field. That goes a long ways to making you the top defense in the country. <laughs> if you're playing 60 reps on defense instead of 75 or 80, that's a huge difference. A huge difference. Does it so, does it really help you though? I mean, do you real when you when you have that extra rest and your offense? Because although they're only getting sixty snaps a game, they're actually they're scoring over thirty points a game. So they're they're and and they're they're extremely efficient with the opportunities that they have. The game certainly is slowed down. It's a it's a it's it's kind it's weird because it's a ball control type of game but it's also very explosive which you know it's not it's not this whole air raid you know score in three plays or you know kind of go down the field quickly um but it's it's not go when when they have opportunities they've really maximized the opportunities they've had and right and uh so but you you kind of have to question you know uh where is the where is the value in this right well, you look at the time of possession, right? I mean, that's what I—that's the one I really want to look at—is the time of possession versus you know those plays. Right. Because if they're eating up that clock and managing it well, I'm telling you, it keeps you—it keeps the defense off the field. The defense is a much more high motor unit. That's why you always see defenses start to fall apart or slag in a game when they're on the field too long, too much. Right. The offensive line are not running at the high motor that the defensive line is, right? And so the defense gets worn down if they're on the field too long. And it's when I, I've been on those defenses, my senior year at BYU, I don't even know. I barely had time to get a drink, I swear, before I ran back out on the field. You know, you'd come off the field and turn over, you're, getting, you're finishing a cup of water, and you're running back out on the field. <laughs> you're like, or three and out on the offense. You're running back out on the field. Is there anything you can it, ever it, do? Like, like you recognize it, and you go, "Okay, guys, 
because I watch it too, and you just see, you know, you can just see the defense out there, and you, you, you almost feel helpless for them because obviously they're worn down, and they're and they're yeah. just not able to make the plays and get off the field. And and do you ever sense that as a defensive player and say, you know, whatever you got to find, you got to find another level, you got to find another gear, you got to find oh, absolutely. something. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I've so been what in that happens? situation and you, you reach down you reach deep down inside to the last fibers of your body and soul and you find a way to keep playing like it's the last play of your life and it doesn't matter, right? Whether you're on there eighty or ninety snaps or sixty snaps, you know, you're still coming, you're still going. But it's rare to find guys that can do that. You just see them, you know, Melt away. Slack yeah. and game and melt away and they're still coming and they're giving you everything they got, but they don't have anything left. So, um, right. do do you ever notice that that it it like this fatigue kind of wears you down over the season, and guys get injured more, and it yep. has this this kind of long term effect? Because I hadn't really thought Absolutely. as much about it in and uh, and actually watching Utah last week, and and I it came up even in our in our discussions with Coach Whittingham after the game, and he goes, "I love where we are because we're we're fresh." We could not be yeah. in a better position right now. Exactly what I was going to use. Yeah, and he just really understood it. So, so it'll be it'll yeah. be a fascinating thing to watch and see as this season unfolds in the Pac-12 because it's just starting and and how much of an impact it has both on injuries and the effectiveness of the defense. The, the long-term health of the team, the fresh legs you're talking about. You know, you're trying to manage those fresh legs. You know, coaches that overcondition in practice, for example, in a short term, like in a week. You know, you're trying you're trying to get the players off their legs soon enough in the week that you don't over condition them too much late in the week and keep them on their feet, you know, too much later in the week, right? You're tapered off to get ready because we want fresh legs and explosive legs, explosive tissue, everything, you know, nothing fatigued when you walk out on that field at game time. There's a there's a magic a gift to it, right? And you know, on the longer stretch that we're talking about, it's the same thing. I mean, they keep them off the field, you have a better defense, you're pretty Utah is one of the best defenses in the country. This is going to make them even better and keep them even fresher and less injuries. And it, it's fantastic in team management that they can maintain that going out through the, the rest of the year. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. All right, uh, this round of Rivals is over. We're off to our corners. He's Jason Buck. Scott Mitchell. Rivals is powered by kslsports.com. Find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. Until then, we'll see you then.